The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? going on listeners um i'm on time this week no run-ins <laughs> he's on tiffy time this week there you go and we're joined by our raw cast correspondent mr samuel kalunga what's going on sam i was almost assaulted earlier oh goodness glad you're okay yeah when they went down to the hood to the hood um uh, food spot you know, I was I was about to record. I was about to bust out my my phone to record a video. This crackhead goes comes over, and starts bothering me. <laughs> I was just like, no, man, go away. And then after I was done recording the video, another one came out the alley. I was like, man, get away! It's like the Walking Dead over here. <laughs> well, you did come out with a new show, so. We're, we're, we're glad that you're. It's, adver- it's advertising. That's what it is. We're glad that you're you're safe and sound, sir. That chicken fried steak was worth it, though. Life of the night of the living base heads didn't get you right. <laughs> Child of the public enemy. <laughs> chicken fried steak was worth it, though. It was it was pretty good. Oh yeah, at a hood spot. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good. It was. You risk going to a hood spot to get food. It was a Tuesday. Spe- it was a Tuesday special. Yeah, you risk going to the hood to get it. It's worth it. Well, I was already there. Like, family member had an appointment. How were you there, Sam? Huh? Why were you there? A family member had an appointment nearby, and I was like, you know what? That's right around the corner. Let me go. Let me go check that out real quick. <laughs> he was in proximity. Oh, okay. Right. He was over there gallivanting, huh? No, 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 never that, sir. <laughs> no, I had an ex that actually lived right around the corner years ago. He does that in the server. What was her specialty? Uh, guilt. <laughs> Tears. Oh, she didn't. She didn't have a, a special. No, she didn't. She didn't have a special. This ain't Mortal Kombat, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't no knives and chains and stuff. Come on. Uh, yeah, I like store fatalities and brutalities and that. I dodged the bullet. I dodged the bullet, though. Yeah, her and her, her and her mother both had a propensity for uh, uh, multiplication. See, you guys never have this much banter on the dark match in the beginning, and then we hear, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, hold on, let's just extend it. We do have banter on the dark match, but it's 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 always like juicier once we get to the beginning of the real program. So. Um, 
Well, you know how well, you know how they would say, uh, "Be fruitful and multiply." Her and her mom took that to heart. Dodge <laughs> <laughs> the bullet. All right, let's 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 talk some. Let's talk when we couldn't dodge. <laughs> it's a five a.m. show Eastern time. For oh, us. I, do- I I dodged it. <laughs> Uh, uh, just in case people care, we're going to just give some quick, quick notes on what happened on SmackDown. All right, go for it, because I missed it. So Tiffany Stratton, she got the win over Liv Morgan via a roll-up. Bianca was on commentary, so she sent Liv to the outside. She ran into the announcer's table. Then Tiffany slapped Bianca. Of course, Bianca got up on the apron. Liv Morgan got ran into Bianca, and then Tiffany Stratton rolled up Liv Morgan. Braun Breaker made his debut and uh, he speared a familiar foe, Dante Chin, and uh, got a quick win. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn, they got the win over JD and Tom and Nick Mysterio with the double Tyler Driver 97. Um, then after the match, Damian Priest and Finn came in for a brawl, but uh, they got quickly tossed out. AOP, they got the win over the Street Profits with the set out powerbomb superplex combo to Montez Ford. Uh, Who took the pin? Yeah, I saw that. Who took the pin? Uh, Montez Ford. Wow. A doomsday blockbuster uh, hits Akam. Then the fans started like, I guess they were bored with the match because they were doing the fireflies for some reason. But anyway, Montez Ford goes up top, but everyone gets in a fight on the floor, including Karrion Cross, who crushes Bobby Lashley's arm in a chair. And then that's when Montez gets caught with the suplex set out powerbomb. And AOP gets the win. Uh, Drew McIntyre, he got the win over L.A. Knight when Kevin Owens uh, interfered and uh, got L.A. Knight disqualified because he attacked Drew McIntyre. They go to the outside with McIntyre sitting to the announcer's table over and over again so the people can chant, yeah. Knight and McIntyre get into it with Kevin Owens and Logan Paul with Owens attacking Drew McIntyre for the disqualification. After the match, the big fight is on with Bobby Lashley coming in to spear various people. McIntyre claymores him, but walks right into an RKO out of nowhere from Randy Orton, and that's how we end the show. Nice. <laughs> um, Was there any appearance by Zelina Vega? Uh, no, there wasn't. Drew McIntyre had a funny little promo at the beginning. He said that uh, if he lost the chamber match, his career would be as worthless as CM Punk's WrestleMania return. <laughs> Yo, did, did did you hear what he named he, he named the uh, the GTS? No, I did not. It's GTM. Go to me. Go to Mania. Oh goodness! Uh, Ashanti, <laughs> the Adonis, and Cedric Alexander discussed possible matching ring gear, but they aren't on the same page. Uh, let's see. Electra Lopez comes up to the LWO and says the team is dying because of bad choices. Then Legado Del Fantasma jumped up from behind. Uh, Dakota Kai, she's hurt again. She's limping into the trainer's room. Bailey comes in to check on her. And she's at damage controls. People who did it. Bailey swears vengeance. Dakota Kai promises to help them pay. Uh, I'm going to make another public enemy reference here. Uh, don't trust it. Can't trust it. So um, beware, Bailey. Beware. 
I don't know. It reminds me of like, ah, so you guys are nerds, so you guys don't get my references. In the the movie, uh, the the movie, the Rathacon, where uh, after Khan and Khan and the Enterprise have their little skirmish, he's picking up the pieces of all his fallen comrades. He sees one down on the ground. He picks him up, puts him to his bosom, and he's like, "I shall avenge you." <laughs> this is like Bailey in, in Dakota right here. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so that was uh, the SmackDown for the most part uh, the night before. Um, oh, uh, when Bobby got hurt, it was right before the Drew McIntyre match. So Bobby's still down there. You know, they're um, trying to get him to the bat, trying to see what's wrong with him. Drew McIntyre comes out. He checks on him. It's like, I'm going to pray for you, brother. I'm going to pray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's pretty funny alright so now that brings us to Saturday morning 5am thank you to everybody who uh, joined us even the people who joined us for the hashtag stay there the pre-shows at 4.30 we graciously appreciate everybody using the hashtag uh, chambercast to share the commentary with color uh, it was a pretty good turnout for 5 in the morning so uh, thank you to I-, I was there for the most part and then I just kind of tapped out you were there in spirit I was there for the say no to pre-shows and then it was like say no to sleep deprivation. <laughs> so eventually, the, uh, the 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 needing of sleep caught up to Sam and sleep. Yeah. But hopefully, he woke up and and this was the first thing that he did on his. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't check Twitter. I didn't check Reddit. No, I didn't check anything. Just, just turned it on. Yeah, that's pretty good. Media blackout is always pretty good. So in the uh, pre-show, we had the Kabuki Warriors defending their women's tag team titles against Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. So uh, home country woman Indy Hartwell gets a place on the show. So that's good. Uh, Asuka suplexes Hartwell, who grabs a roll-up for a two-count before being knocked to the outside. That leaves Candice LeRae to get knocked off the top rope and caught in a reverse DDT insane elbow combination for the pin and the champs retain. After the match, uh, Indy Hartwell and Candice, they get the big standing ovation from the crowd. <laughs> they tell Candice, Candice, you can leave. <laughs> it's Indy that we want. Uh, this stadium looked pretty dope, um, especially with the daytime lighting. It's always pretty cool to kind of see wrestling in the daytime like that. I think... Yeah, it gives me that uh, WrestleMania 9 vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say what? What was daylight? It was like the twilight when they were doing the pre-show. It wasn't. It wasn't the the nighttime. Uh, I think they said it was like seven. I think they said it was like seven p.m. over there. Yeah, but you got to think it's their summer because they were saying it's like a hundred degrees. Just crazy. Uh, so that brings us to the main show where we had Becky Lynch winning the Women's Elimination Chamber. Uh, Naomi started the match at number one with Becky at number two. Tiffany Stratton, the crowd favorite, comes in at number three. Liv Morgan is in at number four. Naomi climbs the pod and blockbusters Liv Morgan off of the top of the pod, only to have Tiffany Stratton roll Naomi up for the pin. Uh, yeah, even Naomi didn't have enough cushion to, uh, <laughs> to for that 
blockbuster off the top, man. That looked like you could tell that hurt. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez is in at number five, and Bianca Belair is in at number six. Liv Morgan hits a middle rope downward spiral to get rid of Tiffany Stratton and the crap. Oh, oh, people were people were mad. <laughs> Happy about that. Bianca Belair hits the KOD to eliminate Raquel Rodriguez. A KOD doesn't work on Becky Lynch, so Liv Morgan rolls Bianca Bell up, rolls up Bianca Belair to eliminate her. And that's followed by the manhandle slam to Liv Morgan. And Becky Lynch is going to WrestleMania. What happened to Rhea versus Bianca? Wasn't that going to be like one of the, the media matches that people wanted or were dying to see? Well, Naya. Yeah, they were dying to see it. Man. I remember. Well, they teased it a couple of times through NXT and things like that, but I don't know if people were dying to see it quite yet. People, yeah, because because when they got Sasha versus uh, Bianca, they were like, "Oh, what about Rhea?" Oh no, no, when they got Rhea versus uh, Charlotte, they were like, people were like saying, "Oh, what about Bianca?" Mm. Well, I mean, it, they got plenty of time. Yeah, but now all these new people are coming in. They still got plenty of time. I don't see Rhea and Bianca falling from the main event picture in the women's division anytime soon. Huh? <laughs> oh, but yes, um, when it comes down to this match, Tiffany Stratton has connected with the people. At least the people in Australia, anyway, uh, because they were squarely behind her. And the way that they laid the match out, she got a lot of cool shit. She got the little cartwheel spot with Naomi. She got the uh, swanton off the top of the pod onto everybody. She got an elimination. So. Hey, it's Tiffy time even on, on any continent. That's right. That's right. Mo, you want to chime in? on the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Yes, sir. Um, it was cool for the most part. Um, Becky Lynch winning made sense. Um, definitely want to see where this is going to go into, on towards WrestleMania for this particular title. And if there's going to be any more um, matches popping up because of it. We had the Judgment Day retain their tag team titles over the new Catch Republic, uh, the team of Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. Uh, the Bop and Bang sets up the double Birminghammer for a two count on Damian Priest, followed by some clubbering for good measure. Uh, Finn Balor saves Priest from being slammed off the top, and it's a double choke slam off the middle rope, and then the coup de grace from Finn Balor on to Pete Dunne retains the tag team titles. So... I mean, good wrestling match, good tag team wrestling match. You knew what you were going to get when you got Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate going for the belts. Solid match here. Drew McIntyre, he won the men's elimination chamber match. Uh, Drew is in at number one. LA Knight is in at number two. Kevin Owens is is in at number three, followed by Bobby Lashley at number four. Randy Orton is in at number five. Logan Paul came in at number six. Claymore gives McIntyre the pin on Lashley. The BTF hits Orton, and there's one to McIntyre, but AJ Styles runs in through the open chamber door to uh, unload on LA Knight with the chair and basically 
hits him with the Styles Clash onto the chair, and Drew McIntyre pins LA Knight. Randy Orton is in. He gets super kicked only to reverse the center from Kevin Owens to the RKO to eliminate Kevin Owens. Logan Paul whips out some brass knucks but spends too long looking at them that Randy Orton hits in with the RKO for the elimination. Uh, Drew McIntyre loads up the Claymore but Orton collapses before anything can happen. Orton comes back with an RKO and then here comes Logan Paul to knock out Randy Orton with the brass knucks and the mostly out McIntyre lays an arm over Randy Orton to get the pin and advance to WrestleMania. Uh, Randy Orton selling the back. Pretty good. Randy Orton was actually probably the MVP of this match. He, he was, yeah, he was, he was pretty good. He, he was good. Yeah, he was real good in this. Uh, so looks like they're setting up maybe a... Um, a multi-man match for the Intercontinental for the United States title I mean with uh, Kevin Owens and Randy against Logan Paul maybe huh. anything uh, stand out to y'all on this match oh. not really all right, next up, we had the main event. Mommy, Rhea Ripley, defended her Women's World Championship against Nia Jax. Nia Jax, Samoan drops uh, Rhea Ripley onto the announcer's table. It doesn't break, so then she gets up in one of the uh, rolling uh, office chairs and jumps out of it and splashes uh, Rhea through the table. Back in, she hits the Annihilator and only gets a two count. Of course, Nia is shocked. She tries for another Annihilator, but that's broken up, counted into a super Perplex, and then it's the Riptide and Rhea Ripley retained the Raw Women's Championship or the World <laughs> Women's Heavyweight Championship, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> so here's something that not many people knew in, like, they never mentioned it once. Uh, Nia Jax was actually born in Australia. Oh, really? Yeah, I think one of her parents is actually Australian. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, of course they don't bring that up because she's the heel in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So Rhea Ripley uh, closes out the show, main event in her home country um, with the big win, the big fireworks, and uh, it's all set. Rhea Ripley versus uh, Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. We got Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins set up for WrestleMania. So Elimination Chamber has accomplished what it needed to in this, uh, in this iteration. So solid show, you know, nothing spectacular about it, but you know, it's a good show. Tiffany Stratton definitely uh, was the beneficiary of this show. That's why she's main roster band. Yeah. Yeah, she um she's 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 got a lot going for her in a short amount of time and it's strictly because she's good in those little vignettes, man. She's got the and she's got the the wrestling, you know. So, yeah. Good for her. 
good for her. Anything else you guys would like to add before we move on to, to Monday Night Raw? Uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to mention how, how uh, Grayson Waller was getting getting the brakes beat off of him. And Austin Theory was just like, eh. Or was it, was it the other way around? It was Austin Theory. Austin Theory was getting oh, yeah. beat. Oh, yeah, I didn't do the... Um, the, the Grayson oh, you mentioned that. Segment. Yeah, yeah where Grayson Waller does the Grayson Waller effect. Uh, has Cody and Seth as his uh, guests. And uh, basically, uh, Cody challenges uh, The Rock to a match. Uh, it appears he challenges him to a match. And then they take turns beating up on Austin Theory. While Grayson yeah, Austin Theory was um, ripping off the Rock's um, catchphrases. Yeah, while, um, like Sam was saying, Grayson Waller was standing to the mat like I don't want to he looked at him and he just said you know what I'm going to step back in yeah I'm going to stay right here that was that for uh, Elimination Chamber alright Sam I'm going to turn it over to you sir for your review of Monday Night Raw oh, someone's talking smack on Reddit I got to see something uh oh See, don't get caught up in the games, in the petty game. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because already, man, they'll 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 find your address and come come get you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh... Okay. All right. So Monday Night Raw, live from San Jose, California. San Jose. San Jose. Uh, Dominic Mysterio comes down the code of boring twenty minute promo. He introduces Rhea Ripley. She said she walked into her home country women's world champion and walked out of the women's world champion. Uh, Becky Lynch comes down to it, down trying to trying to look like a Garcia twin with her dun cap. <laughs> you know they don't they're not the Bellas anymore. You know. Yeah, I know. That's the same thing I said. I said that she must think she. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> she must. She must think she's the third. She's the third twin. She's yeah. a triplet. She's a triplet or something. <laughs> Who was the one that got that ended up in, on, in their team? Oh, that, that was uh, Alicia Fox, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. So, oh yeah, Becky was a team PCB or the Submission Sisters or whatever. Yes, I had to change that because <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Becky already previously taken. Right. Becky congratulates Rhea on her victory at Elimination Chamber. It was great that Rhea's friends and family attended Elimination Chamber because now they don't have to fly to media to watch her lose. Uh, she calls Dom a dirty kumquat. When she started say, she started with dirty, I was afraid that it was going to go south. <laughs> well, she cleaned it up at the last. Right, yeah. She was like, oh, snap. Yeah, we're not backstage talking smack to each other no more. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Becky touts her accomplishments and that the man can do it all, include beating Rhea Bloody Ripley. She says, Becky may be the man, but behind every man is a greater woman. But Rhea isn't behind her because mommy is always on top. Mm-hmm. Rhea leaves and Naya appears, taking out Becky from behind. Naya jaw with Rhea while they dropping Becky. She goes up to Banjai, drop Becky, but W officials and then appears come out to stop her. Quick shout out to Jamie Noble. Out there putting in work. Adam Pierce actually saved somebody for once. Right? You can always tell Jamie Noble because he's always the shortest one out there. <laughs> uh, backstage, Naya is interviewed by Jackie Redman. She asks why she attacked Becky. Naya claims she doesn't believe Becky is going there. No, she doesn't. 
she can't believe Becky's going to WrestleMania. She beat Becky clean, and it should be her going to WrestleMania. And she promises that Becky will not make it to WrestleMania. Nope. All right. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. Great match. Sami gets the hard-fought victory, winning with the haluva kick in the corner. Chelsea Green comes out. She says tonight, after complaining to WWE management, she will be competing in protest. <laughs> she would have gone on in one elimination chamber if P. Head Pierce had not added Raquel Rodriguez to the Battle Royal. Raquel flew all the way to Perth to lose and be a loser, just like the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez versus Chelsea Green. Raquel's face is swollen again. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I think her eczema came back. Yeah, I think she, she, got... she had a bout with it on the oh, way okay. to Australia, so she was battling. Yeah, I hope she hope everything works out for her. Uh, Raquel makes quick work at Chelsea and wins with the Tejano bomb. Uh, Jackie Ritman, man, she sure gets around, doesn't she? Yeah, man, she's everywhere. Jackie Ritman interviews Sami Zayn. He talks about all the adversity he's been facing. A loss tonight would have destroyed him and his psyche. His victory reaffirmed that belief that he is a contender. And he will be on the path to WrestleMania. Imperium appear, inter- appears interrupting as they pass through. Gunther looks at Sammy and laughs. Uh-oh. All right, Kathy Kelly interviews Cody Rhodes. She asks if challenging The Rock was a smart move. He says it was because he got slapped. No, it was because he got slapped in the face. He looks forward to Rock's rebuttal on Friday. They talk about Grayson Waller and his match against Cody tonight. Cody said Grayson should thank him as he's going to compete in his first ever Monday Night Raw main event. All right, Gunther comes down. Michael Cole mentions the tweet that he caught Pat, Pat McAfee with him with where he was kissing Gunther's ass. <laughs> and explains that Gunther had taken in the test for dancing the Jay's musical on the table. He said he just got into the moment they had to dance. Uh, Gunther says he's still the greatest and longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. He says, Wrestling Jay, he actually felt the title slipping away from him. He is not perfect, but he's darn close. <laughs> he wonders who his opponent will be at WrestleMania. He reads everyone's ridiculous claims. Chad Gable, <laughs> Sami Zayn, <laughs> The Miz, even our truth Of course, I got a pop from the crowd. Uh, Judgment Day comes down. Damien says Judgment Day does not sweat Gunther. They are around the table at Elimination Chamber, but now they plan to add more gold at WrestleMania, including Gunther Gold. Gunther wants to know who it's going to be. Finn Balor, the one with the big head? (laughs) (laughs) But Dominic steps up. The crowd boos. He says when Judgment Day says they're going to do something, they do it. That title belongs to them. Gunther shoves Dom. A melee almost breaks up, but JD and Finn hold Damien back. Uh, after commercial, Rhea Ripley gets on Dom for challenging Gunther. She seems concerned. Finn tells him to go smooth it over with Rhea. Dom runs into Andrade. Andrade acts very cold toward Dom. He says he has a meeting with Pierce about his first opponent. Now, some people on Twitter were speculating that this was all because of like the little verbal th- altercation he had with Charlotte. You remember that when when, when he was like talking smack to her or something mm. and she was like oh I got a, I got a real Latino heat at home or something that's been so long ago this was some months ago yeah and he's like yeah I got a real Latino heat with a thicker accent you don't remember this nope but no, anyway if you do, it happened <laughs> someone reposted it someone reposted the whole thing on Twitter uh, so some people say it's because of that that he was acting kind of funny toward him Mm. But I think I think the whole thing is Andrade is just mad about people disrespecting Ray. 
Ah. I mean, because you remember, if you recall at the Rumble, he refused to dap Santos. Mm-hmm. Right. So there may be something to that. I don't know. I'm just a dude who watches the show. I, I don't. I don't. Right. I'm not JD from NY. <laughs> you have your book. No, I was, I had some book out. No, right. Sam, um, I do remember when he, she, she, there was a promo she had cut, and she said, yeah, I have a real Latino heat at home, and everybody popped for that. Yeah, and then she's like, with a thicker accent. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so New Day versus Imperium in a street fight. New Day wearing San Jose Sharks jerseys with jeans. Pretty good, pretty good match. It was a good nice back and forth. Yeah. Three commercial breaks. Yeah. yeah, this one, yeah. Three commercial breaks, and I was like, Mm. I'm glad they came out in the um in the different gear and like the right. you know, the jeans and shit. That's always a favorite. Makes it differentiates it from. It was like a bunkhouse brawl, you know. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was serious. <laughs> if only one of them had had like a pair of boots, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> it looked like Tully Blanchard from night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. First time seeing. Uh, it's the exciting street fight. First time I've seen someone hit someone with a baking sheet since like ECW. <laughs> uh, Imperium gets the better of Xavier enough for him to get the one, two, three victory. Yeah, this was like all over the arena. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Adam's off, huh? New Day and Imperium have had some really good. Matches. Yeah, like I'm actually surprised that like they got some good matches out of these two, mm-hmm. out of these two teams. All right, so in Adam's office, Chad Gable inquires about wrestling Gunther at WrestleMania. He says he needs to make it right for his family, whom Gunther mocked after Chad almost defeated him. Uh, Shayna and Zoe in a backstage vignette complain about getting snuffed from the tag title match Elimination Chamber. They say the Kabuki Warriors need to watch tonight's match. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark versus Candice and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Shayna and Zoe get the quick victory. Our uh, truth is in the Judgment Day hideout reminiscing. Uh, DIY and Miz appear. They say Truth is always cheering them up, so now they're going to do the same for him. Champa has a plan. Uh, Truth calls him Regeneration X. <laughs> On his way out, though, Truth grabs his old school CRT TV. <laughs> it didn't have no, no plug in there. It had no, no cord. He's like, he's like, is that thing wireless? He says, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Michael Cole was like, hey, bring that out here. That's better than the monitors we have now. <laughs> Remember, those are like the old school ones that they used to use back in the day, remember? Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre comes down. He thanks the crowd for their prayers. Because of the fans, he is able to accomplish his dream of going to WrestleMania. He says he got his ear blown out. The doctor told him there's a chance of him not making WrestleMania. He tells the doctor, who do you think I am, CM Punk? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, McIntyre sits down with his legs crossed in the ring like CM Punk. Uh, He knows it hurt Punk not to be part of WrestleMania, but he thought about Punk after the match, and he wanted to do something special for him. So on his way home, Drew drank twice as much for both of them. (laughs) <laughs> I'm really digging this. I'm really digging this. This from him. Yeah, this version of Drew McIntyre is very good. Uh, Drew then calls out Seth Rollins. Seth comes down and congratulates Drew. He commends him for chasing his dreams of headlining WrestleMania in front of actual people. Because oh, oh, in a warehouse this time. The last time he wasn't. He won't be in a warehouse. Yeah. No ceiling fan. No ceiling fan mania. <laughs> right. That was a that was a thing, right? Because they did have that big industrial fan on top, right? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Drew tries to goad Seth into leaving Cody and Roman alone in their dispute. If Seth keeps messing with the bloodline, they're going to interfere in their WrestleMania match, and that can't happen. Seth says some risks are worth taking. They banter some more. Seth finishes by telling Drew, may the best man win. All right. Uh, Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan. Pretty good back and forth. I was not expecting any of this because I thought Nia was just going to squash her, but Liv actually held her own. She did. Yeah, man. Give Liv Morgan her crap. Uh, Becky Garcia jumps the rail and attacks Nia. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I saw what he did. I saw what he did there because people were, people were making references to that when she, we have to address. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She was also like her gear. You remember her gear? She looked like a kind of rock star energy drink. <laughs> she, was, she was actually like she was cosplaying, trying to cosplay Michael Jackson with the gorilla jacket. I was waiting for this. Oh, right, don't, don't tell Aaron Riff that. He's going to come up with some other weird stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so, yeah, Becky jumps the rail and attacks Nia, costing Liv the match. Grayson Waller and Austin Theory are interviewed by Kathy Kelly. Grayson says Cody disrespected him in his home country, he had, and he attacked his boy Austin, and he did everything he could to protect Austin, which is a lie. Only <laughs> uh, Anderson tribute. Uh, Vince is sitting at home just fuming. Like, how dare they put that man on my television? Listen, the 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 the, the, the WWE creative is pregnant. Count saying, um, you know that Vince is really gone if they do all. Andrews, um, Ole Anderson tribute doing the show, and the next thing you know, like a few minutes later, Michael Cole says that we want to sell the doses. Oh, Vince probably was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> he's gonna wait until he he he's gonna he's gonna he probably promised to pull a uh, Jim Cornette, and I'm uh, gonna wait till Ole Anderson's buried in the ground to go and uh, yeah, uh, all over his grave. <laughs> he did not like that man, and the feeling oh, was mutual. Did he, did he turn him down? <laughs> No, not only that, when he's like, when he was trying to be nice and cordial to him, he was like, fuck you. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vince to bring Linda to hey, this is my wife. And he's like, he's, you know what? He's like, well, fuck her too. <laughs> Damn. All right, so uh, Becky Garcia tells Adam Pierce she wants Nia Jax next week. Adam says, sure. Afterward, Liv confronts Becky, giving her the what for about interfering in her match and costing her a victory. Uh, Jackie Redman interviews Jay Uso. Jay says, no matter what, he keeps falling short. He then sees Drew. Drew says he can relate to what he's going through. He tells Jay that whatever whatever he's going through, he deserves every bit of what's happening to him. <laughs> uh, the two brawl, referees run and pull them apart. Man, he is just straight hate. He's being a terrorist backstage, man. Everybody. <laughs> uh, Grayson Waller versus Cody Rhodes. Grayson and Austin pretty much tag team Cody the whole match. Cody takes out Austin with a between the ropes dive. Grayson tries a rolling flat. Grayson tries a rolling flatliner. Cody catches him, uh, gets him into a Cody cutter, crossroads, and Cody gets the victory. One, two, three. Great right. uh, piece of business. I noticed that there was gonna be, something was going to happen because there was eight minutes left in the show. Yeah, it went by real fast, didn't it? Yeah, after the match, Paul Heyman and his henchmen arrive. The henchmen surround the ring. Not much is said here. Cody says he's ready for the bloodline to, stri- to strike wherever they are. Paul says they aren't there. Instead, his hen- he and his henchmen strike. Uh, Cody takes care of them. Did you see the where like he threw the chair at this one dude and like the sonic rings came out of him? 
It was so funny. Uh, Paul whips out his phone, tells uh, Siri call Roman Reigns, pulls out another phone with the Rama Bull sticker on it, tells Siri call The Rock. Uh, he backs away up the stage as Cody looks on, we fade to black, and that is your Monday Night Raw. My guy has two, one boat, one phone for each one of them. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> with the logo on it for the. Yeah, with the Rama Bull. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of like a the the matches on Raw were long this week. They were like three segments for that um, street fight. Yeah, they weren't there. There weren't very many matches, but the but the ones that, that were there were were long, except for like Shayna and Shayna and Zoe against Candice and Indy. Yeah, Nia Jackson and Morgan had a pretty good had a pretty long match. Yeah, everybody else got a lot of time, so kudos to them for that. Um, Raquel and Chelsea, they didn't, they got like a couple of minutes. Right. Well, you know, it's Raquel. She's got to look strong. I think also they wanted to get her out of there because of her condition. True. 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 So, all right. If there's uh, anything else you guys would like to add before we move on at this time, Sam or Mo? None. Not on Raw. Nah. All right. No, nothing all wrong? No, we can transition. All right, so at this time, we're going to turn it over to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for the Mo Melson news segment. All right, um, listeners, so the big thing that happened at um, Wrestling World this week, um, Ole Anderson um, passed away at the age of 81. Um if you watch pro wrestling in the 70s and 80s, um, and you were watching the, what, the way Mid-South, or were they just... No, he was, was Jim Crockett. Crockett. Yeah, Jim Crockett. Yeah, they was Jim no, Crockett. It wasn't even Jim Crockett. It was well, Georgia Championship, Championship Wrestling. Uh-huh. Yeah, Georgia okay. was different at that time in the 70s. Right. right. Okay, so Ole Anderson was definitely the man down there. Um, he could cut a promo... He was a great heel. Um, if you ask Teddy Long, he was a bit of a racist too. So, yeah, that man does not seem like somebody who would be supporting like Black Lives Matter or anything. I mean, right. <laughs> so he's, you know, no, there were a lot of um, wrestlers and companies snap their condolences. You know, so. Um, Definitely just, you know, someone that, that the rest of the family has lost. Uh, Ole Anderson, one of the greatest heels ever, famously got stabbed in Roanoke, Virginia, uh, got butterflied. Uh, I think it t- took like 70 stitches in the gut because he got cut one night. He had and, he, and he still made TV, right? Yeah, yeah, that much heat. Um, All right. Ole Anderson, uh, part of one of the greatest scenes ever in wrestling when the uh, they weren't the four horsemen quite yet, but what what, what become the four horsemen turned on Ric Flair, uh, turned on Dusty Rose, and oh, well, they jumped him in Atlanta, yeah, and they um, yeah, they they were they weren't being called the four horsemen officially, but yeah, no. and. Uh, Almost started a riot. Ole Anderson was a big part of that because him and because him and Dusty Rhodes were like 
for real rivals for like eons and eons and there's this one time where Ole Anderson was on his side and Dusty Rhodes was like I ain't gonna trust it I ain't gonna trust it I ain't gonna trust it and he finally won his trust and then they jumped him in the cage Ole Anderson got jumped out of the four horsemen so they could bring in Lex Luger (laughs) and eventually got put back in the four horsemen when they kicked out Sting uh, of course, Ric Flair has to screw Sting, right? It's yes. only right. It's only right. He, he can he cannot end his career with him and Ric Flair on equal terms. Can't happen. Um, what if like after the, what if like after the match, Ric Flair comes out and challenges him? You don't have to one, challenge him. He, one more match. <laughs> just needs to low blow him or something like that. Right. Cause him to lose. Um, but yeah, man, Ole Anderson, definitely a um, big part of my early fandom. Because, you know, when I was watching wrestling as a kid, Ole Anderson was just the old guy in the full horseman. You know what I'm saying? He's the gruffy one with R. Anderson, you know, the less flamboyant of the four of them. And, you know, he was always talking the toughest, challenging the truck drivers and the guys on the couch. If y'all think y'all can do this, come on down and come jump on some of this and we'll show you what it's like. But then my parents were like, oh, that's Ole Anderson. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's a bad dude right there. You know? Right. You, he was just an old dude, right? Yeah. He's a world tag team champion and him and his brother. It's like, man, yeah, the Anderson brothers, man. Like, even when I was wrestling, like, uh, for my middle school, uh, they had this move that they taught us called the Ole and Gene, which was based off of the Anderson brothers. And it's basically this move where basically uh, you get your, you put your head in this dude's arm and you walk your body towards his head. He's either going to turn himself over and let you pin him, or he's going to just basically let the shoulder get ripped out of place. It's his choice. And that's basically what our coach would tell us. It was like, hey, if he doesn't want to roll over, you know what I'm saying? You just keep cranking because eventually he'll just rip his arm out of socket. It's like Ole and G. So, yeah, very influential when it comes to uh, professional wrestling. Uh, the Anderson brothers and Ole Anderson. So you're saying you're going to name your, you're going to name a couple of your pets Ole and Gene? <laughs> uh, uh, years ago, we got two beagles at the same time, two girls, and I wanted to name them Sunny and Sable, but I got <laughs> you got vetoed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what's wrong with you, son? <laughs> All right, Bo, you may continue, sir. <laughs> um. On the free agent front, um, we have reportedly, I don't know how true this is going to be unless this person shows up, um, Tama Tonga is done with New Japan. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's hitting to NXT, well, NXT, but he's just headed to WWE reportedly. That's that's what the word on the street is. Okay. Did y'all see my tweet? I said he's going to appear and be like look it's Camacho's brother <laughs> oh god because <laughs> remember um, Tangaloa yes. Tangaloa was Camacho mm-hmm. yeah no that one was Camacho which one was Camacho Tangaloa was wasn't Camacho was the other guy Tamatanga no huh Tamatanga it was his brother his brother was Camacho 
let's look this up. Let's go to let's go to the goal. Unico, Unico the what they said the company Sin, Sin Cara was the Camacho WWE. Yeah, Tangaloa. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I, I want him in WWE as well. I want I want to see God. Of course, I'll call them something else because they can't be putting that on TV. Right. Um, them against the Usos. Man, I that that MSG show. That's what, that's what they get. That's what they get back together. Right. That that MSG show is gonna be. It was gonna be a uh, God versus um, the Briscoes versus I think. PCO and some other choke, and like yeah, that match. And I thought really thought that match was gonna be great. No, it wasn't. I was really disappointed. Um, who else? Um, Sean Spears is back in W in NXT. Yep, that, that, is back. that was a surprise. I did not. Um, you didn't have that on your bingo card. Sure did not. It was Alina Vega is wrong for this. She changed her. She changed her user pick to a uh, Rhea Ripley crying. <laughs> um. So. Um. Remember that. The Major League Wrestling MLW right. uh, trust lawsuit against WWE. Right. And we should celebrate at the end of um twenty of December twenty twenty three. Okay. Daryl, um, like WWE will be paying them twenty million dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, that's the transfer for you for Jacob Fatu. You're welcome. <laughs> now they can get better lighting and let their show professionally. <laughs> Corp Bauer stuck it in there, stuck it out, man, and he won. Yep. So shout out. To- I actually watched the show, the the last show with Jacob Fatu. It was pretty good. But yeah, they they really need to improve on their visuals. So they got the money for them. right. They got some money. They got a little bit of money now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Oh, let's see what else. At the Walmart, we're looking for stuff. At the at that same show, uh, uh, Selena De Laurenta was on commentary while like this, her rival was like wrestling or something, mm-hmm. and the girl was wearing like white, green, and purple. And she comes out. And Selena says, "She's she's dressed like Buzz Lightyear, but she's wrestling like Woody." <laughs> I was dying. So she's she's still on that show. Yeah, she she's doing her promociones torados. Okay, this and she's a commentary. She does no, no. She was doing commentary for that match. Okay, but uh, no, yeah, she's doing some kind of. So like they they have quote unquote lucha underground, but it's not called lucha underground. It's, not. it's called Azteca underground. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's she's a uh, she's feuding with uh, what's his name from lucha underground. Dario Cueto. She's yeah, she's feuding with a uh, quote unquote Dario Cueto. Mm-hmm. Man, that man has made a career, has made a pretty good career living out of playing that character. Yeah, man. Like I gotta give it to him. <laughs> yeah. 
I was uh, they were showing a movie at church a few, a few months ago. It was a um, a movie about Abraham and his son. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Dario Quito's in it. <laughs> wait, he plays he plays one of he plays one of his his employees. Okay. So I was like, wait, that's Dario Quito. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> no, that's um, he asking us this the the WWE talent about the Vince McMahon allegations. Yeah, every day a new one pops up of like, uh, what do you what what do you think of the allegation? Yeah, they got you know. I mean, they got if they're gonna be available, they should be prepared <laughs> to be asked about it. Right. Can't avoid it at this point, you know. You see that Ryback is running his dumb mouth again. Like uh, somebody posted X WWE stars says something some allegations about John Cena, and right away I knew I said what is right back say now. <laughs> I knew I didn't even have to look at it. I mean, doing it. Then I I clicked on it. Irrelevant. I clicked on it. Yep, yeah, it was right back. <laughs> These guys and girls. Um. Oh, the Rockets will be on the next three SmackDowns. The first one they advertised the Glendale, Glendale, Arizona's already sold out. The who? The what? The Rock. I said the Rockers. I was like, oh, Sean and Marty. Wayne <laughs> <Rock>. Johnson. Sean <laughs> <Shawn> and Marty. Wayne <laughs> Johnson's going to be on the next three SmackDowns. Okay, cool. Yeah, they uh, the interest is there. Yeah. They got to run it up. Um, I really did think you said the Rockers. I wasn't being funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, you noticed uh, Carmelo was sitting in the barbershop telling that promo last week, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, that was very good. Uh, I thank you for the heads up. I was very sports entertained. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was like, and then he was sitting up in the barbershop. I say he's back. That heel, that heel persona is back. Um, let's see. So they're still trying to figure out when Raw, um, the contract with USA is up in October. Where to figure out where they're going to put Raw at those next couple of months until the Netflix deal kicks in. Maybe they'll pull Alex Luger and pop up on another channel. Oh, that was funny. I'm tired of playing with kids. I'm ready for playing with the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Maybe they'll, um, what if they just went dark for that m- moment in time? Like, all it was was SmackDown and NXT. And you just shift everybody to SmackDown for six weeks, and then the Raw comes back. New I mean, they well, I was gonna say they put it on Peacock, but then that'll be giving NBC props. Yeah, it's gonna be tricky. I don't know if they're gonna unless unless they're gonna like just jump them over there early or something. I don't know. That could happen. Yeah, that or they just like not really extended, but just say okay, let's just have these dates right here on USA. Right. Um, 
So I, I asked a friend of mine if like um, Netflix has ever really done anything live, just as, just a test, and they said yeah, and it wasn't really that great. It wasn't, but hopefully they've gotten they've uh, they've gotten past that. Well, they did like well the first thing they did live. Well, they did the um, the Chris Rock. Um, we did the special in Baltimore last year. That's why I made my Netflix debut. debut. <laughs> oh yeah, you were there. Yep, that's cool. Sit right in the front, off on the corner. Did you see yourself? Yeah, I can, I can see myself. You know, in the, when they do the like the, the wide camera view, I can see myself. Most in there in between two honeys. Well, actually, the, the young lady I was talking to at the time was had got me hooked me up for the, for my birthday and everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's real cool, man. That truck spike Lee's hand at the end of the sh- at the end of the show. Did you? Did you ask for your money and time back for She Hate Me? I actually like that movie. I don't know why I was logging it. I've tried. I was just like, this is so silly. Um, It was like um, Kofi was rocking a man's sword shirt on Raw. The way they showed him walking in. And the shirt he had on because Maxwell had like retweeted it and he was like, you know, like happy about it and everything. That's what's up. Oh, Mustafa Ali won a title. Oh, yeah, he won. Um, he won the first title and um, Nick Nima won in his first match too. So, yeah, I think Matt Riddle won something too. I think Riddle got one too. He's just handing out titles to everybody. Japan is like, hey, you know what? You get a title, you get a title, you get a title, you all get a title. <laughs> oh, I saw a promo of his on, on MLW. He's still playing that character. Oh, right. Yeah. Go away, please. Stop. Go back to the old school, Matt Riddle. Not gonna happen. I know, yeah, because everybody got used to that. Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen, but you sure you, you sure you don't want him to stay? Hmm? I was talking the same. I was like, you sure you don't want him to stay? No, he can stay there. Just don't you stop using that gimmick. Like I really hated it. Just be a normal dude. Don't have to be like a, a, a bro, bro, dude. Dude, bro. Yeah, I used to work with enough of those idiots. Like I don't need to watch it on TV. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk main event this week. Who you got this week? Um, Ivy now versus Zia Lee. Okay. And Ivar versus Apollo Cruz. Apollo, he's still here. Okay. Yeah, that actually might not be too bad. And overall level up. We got Stax versus Cal Dixon, Lola Vice versus Ren Sinclair, and the match that's going to say yes for Dawn, um, Javon Evans versus Big Body Hobby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know me well. Yeah. <laughs> Big Body Hobby. That's all you had to say. 
Big Buddy Hoppy in the building. Um, before we wrap it up, let's give a shout out to Last Legend. Oh yes, for her efforts last week. Uh, not once but twice. Her match against uh, Kalani Jordan, hey Kalani, and then her impromptu saving of the show when she came out to uh, take the open challenge after shot she got hurt. Uh, her match against Lara Valkyria and uh, definitely her best match and that she's had and it was a short notice and prompt you thing so it made it even more impressive so Roxanne decided to shower and she kind of came and found out that Lance Legend was in a match Roxanne <laughs> mm-hmm. Perez is like on site with everybody she hit Jakari in the face today yeah like damn but man why, why, why is my, my boo hitting people because she, she she can't get that one-on-one title match. It keeps evading her. Yeah, like I, I think she's gonna have to. She's gonna go down with only having that title once. <laughs> uh, Mo, you got anything else? I want to leave you enough time for your shout-outs and thank yous. No, I said we can we can wrap this up. All right, so. Thank you once again, Mr. Motel underscore Reese for the latest news and happenings. And at this time, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Samuel Kalunga so he can give us his shout outs and thank yous. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks. Uh, shout out to all y'all. Shout out to uh, everybody on Twitter or AKX. Uh, shout out to Mo for actually coming to work on time today. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that's about it. All right, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Shout out and thank you, sir. <laughs> well, shout out to um, Sam and Don, of course, uh, Semi, uh, Miss Phoebe, Mademoiselle, my wonder twin, Jubilee Julep, Queen Mount Mindy, Miss Ash, who's definitely having eyes for other wrestlers. Um, she never asked for other wrestlers, so like Finn, get your girl. <laughs> um, oh, Simi was doing that the other day, and I was like, "Yo, Bronson Reed gonna be mad at you." Well, she probably see the Bronson. Oh yeah, congrats to Bronson Reed. That's why he. Um, what he said he, the, he was off. He was taking off. A, um, he was supposed to have been at um, elimination table, but with his wife being pregnant, you know, they say he was, you know, did she get birth? Yeah, yeah, she did. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so he said he's a the big papa now. He said, "Big Papa, um, he's not just big. He's Big Papa now. Big Papa Bronson <laughs> Reed. <laughs> yeah, so that's about it." All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and Mr. Samuel Kalunga for joining me once again here on the WrestleCast. Thank you to Ms. Simmy uh, for joining me on the NXT cast. It will happen in the future. We had to push our recording back, so you get a double dose of us coming up here soon. Uh, thank you to Miss Jade to the Max, Tribal Chief. Just hopefully she's out there doing well. And Callie, shout out to Miss Didi Jonay, the landlord. The rent is due this week, so we will be sending the... Uh, Check over. Uh, shout out to all the members of the Glow. Shout out to Anwar. Shout out to Terry's Boy. Shout out to Black Island, Black Marvel. Uh, just continue to rate and review. Give us five stars. Shout out to everybody who used the hashtag Elimination uh, uh, Chamber Cast. Excuse me for the Elimination Chamber. We definitely appreciate everybody's commentary with color. Continue to use the hashtag Rawcast and SmackDown Matters to share commentary with color with us each and every week. 
So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and the raw cast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. second time this time you have an opportunity to do what you've been wanting to do since 2020 win the world heavyweight championship except this time it won't be in an empty warehouse you've got the opportunity to do it in front of a capacity crowd at the biggest wrestlemania of all time but There is one thing standing in your way. He is a visionary. He is a revolutionary. He is Seth. You're right. You're standing in my way of winning that title and beating you. It's no easy job beating me. It's no easy job. So why are you making it so hard on yourself? I've been watching what's happening with Roman and Cody and The Rock. Just stop. Now. You don't need this in your life. I don't understand. I've talked to you about your injured knee, your injured back. Take some time off. Get to 100%. I want you at 100%. If you're not going to listen to me, you're a grown man. I can't understand why you're going to smack down to other lands to fight their battles when we need you here on Raw. That's their business. Screw them. When I'm champion, I don't care if SmackDown is on fire and they're on their knees begging for help. I will not pee on them to put that fire out. My responsibility will be Raw and that world title only. There's one thing I really want you to think about. The bloodline situation, mate. You know where this is going. Don't keep going down this path. We know the outcome. It's happened time and time again. It's happened to me personally. You pushed them too far. Guess what's going to happen in our big match at WrestleMania? We're going to put on a killer match. They're all going to be on their feet. They're going crazy. They'll hit the ring. They'll cost you the match. They'll taint my victory. So please, for your sake, for my sake, back off. Thank you.